The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Wednesday, it's hope day. You have officially crested the top of the week. Put a smile on your face. It's going to be a spicy show tonight. About a half hour from now. You know how I've been talking on the radio a bunch about how these politicians run for office just so they can live like rich people without actually becoming rich themselves? Letitia James, New York's AG. There's some interesting expenditures of hers. We have a reporter, journalist coming on about a half hour from now to talk about that. We are going to open up the show here in a few talking about the communist mentality, how they think, who they speak to. We'll talk about an eye-popping result from the Michigan primary last night. Eye-popping for a variety of reasons. Them, us, everything. How they use power versus how we use power. And, of course, we are going to discuss Mitch McConnell announcing today that he's going to retire and all kinds of other things. All that, so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I want to begin... Here, though, 
It's not specifically going to be about illegal immigration, although that's going to kind of be the central theme of it. It's going to be bigger than that because we always have to think bigger than that. Remember, if you, it's that whole kind of a, kind of a play off of the, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach a man to fish, you'll eat, he'll eat for a lifetime type thing. You can take every day you're going to wake up. I'm going to wake up to a new story, a new scandal. And we can sit and do the boring, crappy talk radio thing where I read a headline and respond and then read a headline and respond and we talk about the minutia. Or we can understand the larger forces at work here. We can understand what the game is. We can understand the why, the motivation. And then every day when I wake up or you wake up, I will read a headline, you will read a headline, and we will understand it in a deeper way than just the surface boring crap everyone else talks about. Everybody today, everybody's talking about this mayor of Athens, Georgia. His name's Kelly Gertz. Call me piece of trash. And they're talking about his press conference. He's a mayor of a college town where a 22-year-old was just beaten unrecognizably to death by an illegal. Knowing that, well, Kelly Gertz tried to do a lot of this today. That term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Uh, we know what Many- it means. Many of the elements, many of the elements, we we are here to listen. That's how it went for Kelly today. And Kelly was out there saying things that people are having a hard time making sense of. A lot of people, especially good people on the right today, are listening to things like this. And they think, my gosh, he's so naive. He doesn't get it. How, How can they not? Understand. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. People are freaking out today. Freaking. How could he say that? How, how could he? How could he be this crazy? Is he? Is he naive? Well, we have to have a discussion. Let's set him aside for just a moment, and let's discuss the communist in his mentality. Let me ask you something. During the last presidential Democrat primary, the one where Joe Biden was facing off against Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and Dome and the Rear Admiral Buttigieg and, and all these guys. That just, just stay with me. This is going to come back. But during the last Democrat primary, you remember it, at least the high points, right? You remember it. You remember you watched the debates. You at least listened to the highlights of them, probably on the show. You remember it. Let me ask you. During that primary or any primary in recent memory, when is the last prominent national Democrat you saw discuss something, anything that's great about America? Chris, Michael, anyone? Nothing? Oh, I can't think of anything either. Don't don't feel bad if you don't think of anything. Michael, oh, Michael has something. What is it, Michael? Yeah, that's yes, of course, diversity. That's that's about it. But he's being tongue in cheek, but he's not wrong. When have you heard? When's the last time you heard a prominent national Democrat discuss anything wonderful about America? You haven't. It's been years and years and years. Years. You probably have to go back to the Clinton years before you can think of a national Democrat 
who spoke lovingly about America. Okay, so maybe you're dismissing that. Oh, okay, that's Biden and Bernie's psychopath. Okay, well, set them aside. Set them aside. Let me ask you. The Democrat in your life or Democrats in your life, we all have them. We all have a liberal Aunt Peggy in our lives. Maybe it's Bob from accounting. Maybe it's one of your kind of outcasts in your friend group. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's your husband. Maybe it's your wife. Maybe it's your daughter. Maybe we all have the token Democrat in our lives somehow, some way. Okay, I'm not asking you to blast away at them right now. We're not, we're not doing that. We're just doing a little thought experiment. Just walk with me here. This will come back to it. When is the last time you remember or do you ever remember the Democrat in your life saying something positive about America? Ever? Chris, I know you have one. Ever? I have more than one. I can't think of a single time where they even came close to complimenting America. Okay, so where am I going? What am I talking about here? The person on the right, you, me, we have a very, very, very difficult time understanding the communist because we assume we're looking at a flesh and blood human being. Therefore, we assume that his insides look like my insides. That we may differ about, you know, politics or, of course, Democrat, Republican, but on the inside, his base motivation is of course my motivation too right we all want the same things and so i saw people talking about this mayor athens mayor kelly gertz and one of the comments many of the comments that really stick out to me was from today was how many young girls would it take how many young girls have to be beaten and raped by illegals until democrats crack down and do something about it does it have to be does it have to be something, someone in his family before he realizes? No, you're the one who doesn't realize. And this is very, very hard to accept about your fellow man and your fellow citizen. But you're the one who doesn't understand. In his mind, and your liberal Aunt Peggy's mind, and the Democrat city councilman, the Democrat congressman, Joe Biden, everyone in between, in their mind, these people have been taught probably by their parents, definitely by their school, by the media, by, ed- by everyone over and over and over again that the highest evil is America itself. America itself. Western civilization, that's the real cause of pain and misery. That's the real evil place. That's the top evil. Therefore, anything and everything is permissible in the pursuit of bringing down the highest evil. Let me ask you something. Are you in favor of carpet bombing a city full of civilians? Well, when I put it like that, you say no, of course, or at least you're uncomfortable. At least you're asking further questions, right? Okay, well, what one? Okay, okay. so you're probably not comfortable with dropping bombs on women and children, right? Of course you're not. Okay, let me ask you. Are you okay with our bombing campaign over Europe in World War II? 
probably are. Most people are. That's a 95% majority held position. But why? Why? I'm not judging you, by the way. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. But why are you okay with it? Why am I okay with it? We were okay with it because we had and have an understanding at the time then and now that we have to do some really terrible things in order to bring down a higher evil. Creating a firebomb in Dresden where we cook a bunch of German women and children alive sounds horrible in a vacuum, and it's horrible no matter what, but when you talk about bringing down the Nazis, well, we get maybe still uncomfortable with it, but we understand, don't we? Well, hey, that's what we had to do. Had no choice, of course. I'm not, again, I'm not judging you or me for thinking that way. You will never, ever understand your liberal Aunt Peggy until you understand fully that's how she thinks about America. And that's how she thinks about all the horrors that are happening right now in America, from the collapsing dollar to American women being raped and murdered by the dozen by illegals. Liberal Aunt Peggy, she simply understands if you want to make an omelet, you want to tear down America, you're going to have to break some eggs. And so let me explain something to you to wrap this up before we, we're going to dig into this a little bit more in a different way. How many young women would it take before these people wake up? All of them. Every young American girl could die by an illegal's hands, and it wouldn't sway your liberal Aunt Peggy one inch. Until you understand that's the kind of religious zealot you deal with, then you can't understand these people. Now, let's dig into that mentality a little bit more. The, the, who are they speaking to? Let's dig into that. Before we do that, let's dig into our dogs and their breath. Does your dog have horrible breath? And have you ever noticed, especially as dogs get older, it gets worse and worse? We call it doggy breath. We just have accepted that's how it goes, right? Well, his coat's going to get a little dull, and his joints bother him. He limps a lot, and his breath stinks. These things happen to our dogs not because they're old, because they have malnutrition. Our dogs, we feed them dog food, which is dead. There's no nutrition in it. Our dogs never get vitamins and minerals, digestive enzymes. Do you have any idea what your breath would be like if you never had digestive enzymes? Start pouring rough greens on your dog's food. It's not just the years you get longer with your dog on the back end. You get physical differences, physical benefits. Your dog will have better energy. Have a hyperactive dog or lethargic dog? Try giving them nutrition. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse for a free jumpstart trial bag or 833-33-MY-DOG. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday reminding you you can and should email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com jesse at jessekellyshow.com We're talking more about the mentality of communism and, and why don't American deaths sway them and how many deaths would it take and, and, and look, I, I snickered at this headline today Adams, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, of course calls for changing New York City's sanctuary law 
that protected Lake and Riley's accused killer. I laughed about that because as we talked about over and over and over again, Eric Adams can try all he wants. That's not what the party is anymore. That's not the party base anymore. And this is what I wanted to discuss again as we dig into the communist mentality. Why do they speak the way they speak? Why don't they care? Why aren't they swayed by American deaths? Again, remember that this Athens mayor, young girl, just died. She just died. He gets a, gives a long press conference today blaming Trump and Charlottesville and saying things like this. Remember, a 22-year-old is about to have her funeral, and this is what he says. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. You hear that and you punch the radio and you scream and you yell, how could these people be this crazy? But I'm going to play something for you right now. And it's going to sound totally unrelated. And in a way, it kind of is. But I, I, I want you to listen with a different ear. First, here's from an article. 68% of unmarried women vote Democrat. That's one article. Here's another article that goes with it. Not only do the majority of single women in America vote Democrat, the majority of single women who vote Democrat in America are on some form of medication, psychological medication, anti-anxiety meds, and all those things. So I'm going to play this audio for you, and rather than hating this evil demon who's trying to destroy her son, I want you to listen with this ear. This woman, who you're about to hear, she is the beating heart of the Democrat Party. When Democrats speak, whether it be Joe Biden, Eric Adams, uh, this guy Kelly Gertz, whoever, Letitia James, it doesn't matter who it is. When Democrats speak because they're all vile communists now and because they understand the beating heart of the Democrat Party is single women on anti-anxiety medication – That's who they're speaking to. So when a mayor gets up after an illegal beats a young woman to death and says, hey, don't talk about illegals that way, you freak out and you say, who is this freaking nut job? He's not speaking to you. He's speaking to her. How is this affecting you and your family directly? Well, my daughter will not have access to the health care that we know is life-saving, medically necessary, best practice care. Uh, our our government has decided that they know better than the American medical establishment, than uh, every major medical association, than parents and physicians who specialize in this care. We have our daughter transitioned socially when she was five years old. So the vast majority of transition is. We had our daughter transition socially. She has a boy. She brainwashed him into thinking he's a girl at five years old. Set aside your hatred for that demon for a moment. In fact, I'll just cut her off. We don't, we don't have to play anymore. That's all you need to know. Set aside your hatred for that demon. Set aside your heartbreak for that young boy who, of course, is going to be destroyed. She'll destroy his entire life. His, his life's ruined probably already. Maybe say a prayer for him. Set aside all that for a moment, though. Understand that that psychopathic demon, that's the power base of the Democrat Party. 
It's not uh, Latinos. It's not black people. It's not this. It's not, not, not that. You look at demographic poll after demographic poll after demographic poll. Democrats in the United States of America, when they win elections, they win elections because single women who are mentally ill and on medication go out and vote for them in droves. Single women who are mentally ill will crawl across 10 miles of broken glass to vote for the guy who speaks like this. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. I hate him. You do. He's crazy. He is. Not to liberal Aunt Peggy, though. To liberal Aunt Peggy, she agrees 100%. All right. Let's talk about corruption. Now, how I always talk about these politicians just try to get access to the things rich people have. New York AG Letitia James has an interesting background with her campaign money. We're going to talk to a journalist about that next. Before we do that, let's make sure we get you a good night's sleep so you can get some Giza Dream Sheets. Giza Dream Sheets are not only on sale right now. The original My Slippers are 60% off. So I want you to picture this life you could have. You could wake up tomorrow morning. Probably not tomorrow morning. That shipping would be really fast. But you could wake up really, really, really quickly over the next couple days. And you could wake up wrapped in the most comfortable sheets ever. Queen size sheets, $59.98. King size, just $10 more. And as you roll out, because it'll be hard to get out of those sheets. You're just going to want to stay in bed all day. As you roll out of bed, having the best night's sleep of your life, your feet don't hit the floor. Your feet instead hit your my slippers, which you got 60% off. And you slipped into those bad boys and comfortably padded around the house as you woke up in the morning. Does that sound nice? It is nice. And that whole life is on sale right now. Call my pillow, 800-845-0544. Or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square and use the promo code JESSE. We expose Letitia James. Next. Jesse Kelly returns. Next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. I like when people on our side do some digging into how dirty these dirtball politicians are. And remember, like we talked about many, many, many times on the show, about 90% of politicians, Republican and Democrat, they run for office because they want access to the things rich people have without actually accomplishing anything. And so they find a way to dip their fat fingers into the public coffers, into the campaign coffers, and these people live like kings by being dirtballs. And there's an internet sleuth out there. I saw her, wanted to get make sure I got gave her credit, and I figured might as well have her on. Her name is Mel. She did some digging into New York AG Letitia James, and her... Um, sordid past with her campaign money. So it's Mel's story. She did the work. I did not. Mel, tell us about this Letitia James and how difficult it's been for her with her campaign funds in New York. Hi, Jesse. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, so I mean, you are exactly right. You know, um, uh, I'm an equal opportunity sleuth. I, I usually actually focus on Republicans, but um I was doing another podcast. Somebody asked me to look into Letitia James to see if she had anything. And um, so, of course, I go on their website and I download all of her data. She's been in office for um, five years now. And I downloaded all of her um, expenditures. 
and um, she has been using her, uh, her her massive campaign chest to kind of just live this lavish life of a millionaire. She has um, uh, been supplementing her income to the tune of roughly about a hundred extra thousand dollars a year. Um, I went through and I, I combed through all of the expenditures and I just made my own little chart. Um, she spends, uh, she spent over $101,000 on, on food. <laughs> um, what? Uh, uh, hold, hold on for one second. Sorry. Over a hundred thousand dollars on food. In what kind of a time span are we talking here? Mel? So this is about four and a half years. And these, mm-hmm. these are not like big catering. You know, some people might say, oh, well, you know, she's throwing a big donor event. No, this is, I actually excluded those. I could tell when that, that's what it was. Um, these are like, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, Starbucks, you know, a, a lot of fine dining. You know, um, there's a couple steakhouses in Brooklyn that she's very fond of. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it's about $20,000. Well, a little over $20,000 a year that she spent just on <laughs> the meals. She's got um, $84,000 in airfare. You know, again, she is the AG of her state. She's not like in D.C. flying back and forth to her district. She's she's in her state, but she flies all over the country, out to California, um, Puerto Rico, Dallas, um, Portland, Chicago. Um, she's up in Martha's Vineyards a lot. She's got $117,000 in hotels. Hold on. Pause. Pause. Um, pause sorry. To, I, I apologize for interrupting, Mel, but I, I want to I ask for a little clarification. I, I, I am stupid, as you well know, Mel. I went to community <laughs> college, but I'm just doing some rough math in my head. I fly a lot just, just based on what I do. $84,000? I don't care how often you're flying to Puerto Rico. How exa- how many Southwest flights did she have to take to ring up $84,000 in flights? Right, because she actually doesn't um, have a full-time campaign staff. So it's not even like she could say she was buying these tickets for, um, you know, other people. She, she doesn't keep these people on on staff 24-7. She, she basically just contracts out to them only during election years. Um, when I was writing the thread, you know, I was really just focusing on 2023 because that was a non-election year for her. She had just gotten reelected and, um, she spent $28,500 on hotels in 2023, um, in Puerto Rico, on Martha's Vineyard, in, um, uh, yeah, she's, she's in Southampton. (laughs) She's spent, um, got $20,000 in reimbursements from her uh, campaign consultants. She's got $311,000 in campaign consultant fees. Again, a non-election year. She just got reelected. And so, you know, um, we know that the consultancy thing is the biggest scam that there is. And um, she's running up. She spent over $300,000 on campaign consultants in a year where she didn't have a re-election campaign, let me just clue everyone in. I'm sure most people know listening that you don't have campaign consultants when you're not campaigning. As Mel pointed out earlier, these are just mercenaries. They're just contractors. You contract with some guy, hey, make my TV commercials. I give you 15% of the cheddar off the top. And that's how politics almost always works. 311 grand when she's not campaigning, Mel? Yep. $311,000. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Were there any 
private jet rentals in this whole there thing? There sure were. Yeah, there was at least two that I found, mm-hmm. private Including, jets. Mm-hmm. Um, there was um, two different expenditures at um, New York City nightclubs. They were allocated as um, office. Um, oh, office expenditures, yeah, out yes. at the club. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mel- one of them was 5000 one of them was 7000 <sighs> Mel, is there anything, any other bows you'd like to put on this little gift you gave us tonight? And I applaud you for putting in the work and exposing this. Anything else in there you'd like to expose? Um, no, I mean, I, I've, I've got everything up. Anybody who is interested in this, you can go to the New York State um, uh, campaign finance website. You can download it yourself. You can sift through it. Um, there's a whole other aspect to this with the the ghost donors thing, but that takes a little while to how she's actually getting this money because it's it's not coming from necessarily from where you think it's coming from. No, go go ahead, give, go ahead, give us that. We okay. got a few minutes. Go ahead. Okay, so um, uh, you know, campaign finance. Uh, you know, when Citizens United happened, obviously that kind of opened up the floodgates for all the big dollar donors to come in. But what people kind of misunderstand sometimes is that they, um, they're, they're only allowed to give all that money to super PACs who can then run the, uh, the ads, you know, TV ads, radio ads and whatnot. But, um, they're still limited and how much they can give directly to candidates or to politicians. So what um, James O'Keefe um, originally came across this, and he's done a lot of great work on it, um, exposing Act Blue. Um, one way that they have, uh, that these millionaires have learned how to kind of circumvent those donor limits is they run bot systems using the real names, addresses of actual Americans. These people are alive, and they are making... Um, thousands and thousands of small dollar donations in these people's names. And then that's way they can funnel, you know, just it's really unlimited amounts of cash straight into these politicians' pockets, which they're then turning around and living these lifestyles of millionaires, essentially. And um, Leticia James... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Just trying to understand because I don't, I don't understand the bot thing. So you're telling me if I'm uh, uh, Jesse Warbucks and I'm a billionaire and I want to fund some communist piece of trash to destroy New York, that I can just hire some firm who will essentially allow me to give however much I want in someone else's name and maybe your name, Mel. I can give Letitia James fifty bucks through your name, and that's how's that legal? Well, it's definitely not legal, but it's definitely happening. Ah. And so um, when I when I downloaded all of her data in 2018, this is prior to this happening. She has she raised three point nine million dollars and she had um, every time someone gives to a campaign, it's called a receipt. And she had um, twenty nine hundred receipts, almost three thousand receipts. Um, only four hundred of those were from out of state. Flash forward to 2022, she had she raised 3.2 million dollars. Except now she's got 32,500 receipts. Oh. And of that, 20,100 of them were from out-of-state donors. So and, she shifted to small donors out of state uh-huh. proving your point about the man, what a it, tangled web we have out there mel uh we do have to go to a break this is outstanding work is there anything at all you would like to plug before i let you go you're talking to the whole country 
<laughs> if you uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, my handle is the Village Crazy Lady. Um, I, I've got lots and lots of threads up explaining this. Also, there is um, uh, a guy named Peter um, Bernegger. He runs a a website. If you go to his um, his uh, Twitter page, you'll find the website, and they have meticulously tracked all of these ghost donors. Also, James O'Keefe. He's got tons of of um, uh, work on this. He actually went out with his camera and, and talked to these people because, like I said, they're real people. And he interviewed them and asked them, "Did you make these donations?" And time and again, I mean, he's got he's got dozens of them. These people saying, "No, I never made any of these donations." Phew, so, boy, Mel, yeah. thank you so much. That was a wealth of information. Did I not tell you I was bringing on someone who would reveal some things to you? Isn't that fascinating? And again, for all you people who feel powerless, she's just a normal person like you, like me. Did some digging. Look what she came up with. All right, enough. Let's talk a little bit about a little bit more about this illegal stuff. Hang on. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. That was fascinating, wasn't it? It's amazing how these people line their own pockets in the crooked ways they spend their time, the crooked ways they spend their money. Remember, by the way, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If you miss any part of it, you can download it on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Let's get back to a couple more things when it comes to illegals. In fact, let's deal with some emails on it. Hey, Jesse. The Mighty Jesse, he says, please tell me why no red state will indict Mayorkas on criminally negligent homicide or the equivalent in their state. He goes on to say a couple other things. He said just a thought. Well, we'll set the Mayorkas stuff specifically aside. Let's set that aside and let's talk about this. Because there is something that we all see happening now and we're horrified by it and, and, and there was a lead up to it. We're horrified by what's happening in America's cities. We are. We look at New York City, the endless violent crime, the illegal immigration, the homelessness, the drugs, the, and we're horrified by that. Okay, so let's, let's walk from where we are now. Let's go backwards. How and why did a lot of that come to be? A lot of that came to be because we went from electing Democrats in New York City to communists in New York City. Alvin Bragg is a communist. No different than Mao Zedong. He just, he just is. He's a communist. The New York City Council, not all of them. There are actually some wonderful people on there. Communists. But how did the communists get into power? The communists got into power because George Soros and his communist friends have gobs of money. And they figured out... They figured out that they could spread their money around and achieve gigantic gobs of power in the country, not by just focusing on federal races, but if they go to these little honey holes, these little blue areas that all vote Democrat anyway, that they can stop voting Democrats and start voting communists in every time if they just focus locally. Okay, so that's really bad, right? But remember, we're still walking backwards. Let's walk backwards from that. Why would George Soros come up with that as a plan to begin with? And this brings me to, in a roundabout way, why this is the fault of Republicans. You know, the very idea of sanctuary cities 
is not only insane, it's illegal. You can't, you can't have immigration law as a nation and then just have huge metropolitan areas, New York, L.A., anywhere, step up and say, no, sorry, you can't enforce that here. That's something that should be hammered away immediately. The truth is that Republican administration after Republican administration, they appointed eunuch AG after eunuch AG, and no Republican AG has attacked these jurisdictions for violating federal immigration law ever. It shouldn't be a thing. A sanctuary city within your country is not a thing that should exist Ever, no matter how bad anyone may want it to be. But Republicans let it go and let it go and let it go. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, San Francisco. Oh, New York. Look at you being so crazy. We didn't do anything. In fact, we allowed these people to openly flaunt the fact that they're defying election law. You mad about what's happening in Athens, Georgia? Here's their DA from 2021. Take a listen. Do you think the Fed should have come down on this? As for the future of ICE, you know, ICE was created after 9-11. We did not have ICE. And you know what? We didn't need it then. And I truly believe that we don't need it now. What we've done is we've criminalized people just trying to get a better life, you know, and it's the same as what we've done with the police, with militarizing them, with giving them so much money that, that then they come into the... A DA announcing she's not going to apply or, or follow federal immigration law should be arrested. Here's the sheriff down there in Athens. Building relationships is key. And if we're, I guess, antagonizing people because they are, what, undocumented, undocumented, then they built that fear in them and they're not likely to come to us, not only when we need their help, but when they need our help. So that's not something we'll be doing. We won't be doing any type of roundups. We won't be uh, attributing to that culture of fear. We want people to respect the police but we also want them to trust us we're not cooperating with ice nobody getting arrested here we allowed this stuff to go on for so long and the communists figured out that they can get away with anything in their little blue jurisdictions and they took advantage of it we should have cracked down on this stuff a very long time ago Uh, We're a sanctuary city. You should have had the FBI at your door the next day placing handcuffs on you. You do not get to announce that you will violate federal immigration law under any circumstances. But we let it go and let it go and let it go. And now here we are. All right, enough. Mitch McConnell announced he's stepping down. Why? What's going on there? What's the future of the GOP Senate look like? Joe Biden, quote, won in Michigan, but... The numbers prove something we've been talking about endlessly. There's something interesting happening with our elections. Before we get to that, let me play you this little tidbit from Fox Business. If your day-to-day living isn't tough enough right now, wait until you get to your day-to-day retirement. So overall, assets of the total retirement market, that stands at $35.7 trillion. That is down over 10% from $39.8 trillion back in 2021. And then uh, before I go, I want to zoom in on the 401ks here. Those in particular have flipped and then stalled. 
please get some precious metals in your 401k in your retirement. When the bubble pops, all that money you've busted your butt for your whole life can evaporate in a heartbeat. You've read the stories, what people went through. Call Oxford Gold Group and allow them to raise the floor of your retirement account. Just get a hold of them. 833-995-GOLD. They'll take care of everything. It's not confusing. It's not a hard sales push. They make it easy. Don't lose everything you've worked hard for. 833-995-GOLD. All right, Mitch McConnell stepping down. Next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 